M. Rossiano and Michael Lucas. This is M. Salation. Another Dilemma Doctors. Very good. We are getting a lot of dilemmas. Clearly, Michael, people feel confident with our abilities. Right, that is slightly terrifying. It explains <laughs> a lot about the political situation the Western world's found itself in. No, I feel like between you and I, we can come up with the perfectly balanced response to most things. You know. Is it that or is it the people thinking, (laughs) I'll be fun to hear these two dickheads (laughs) spin around for about half an hour, tell eight stories about themselves and then say something inept. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so today's, we're not going to say anything inept, I promise. Um, Today's dilemma comes from a lady who's asked to have a pseudonym because she wants to be a sexy secret agent. Nikita. Nikita. Oh, I love, is that where you're, I was going to go Penelope for some reason. You've gone in Inspector Gadget, whereas I've gone. Is that why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nikita, you, you're going Elton John. Is that Elton John? There was, a, there was an actual, like, movie, I think, called Nikita. La Femme Nikita, a French is that a, thriller. Oh, is she a Russian spy? Makes me I think, think so, it sounds spy. like. Good Natasha. Oh, Nikita, you. Yeah, I remember a friend of mine wanted to call his kid Nikita. It's like, oh, I don't know about that. Um, okay, so Nikita, you know who you are. She said, use a fake name, not because I'm worried. It makes me feel sexy and cool. So, okay, Nikita. <laughs> this is something Michael and I have experience in, mm-hmm. delicate conversations with mothers. Yeah. Here we go. Em and Michael, my mother and I have a very interesting relationship, okay, already. I'm interested. And I got engaged on Christmas Eve of last year. We sent a wedding date for March 2022, but with COVID, everything's a bit uncertain at the moment. Originally, mum showed zero interest in the wedding, but all of a sudden she's decided she wants to buy me a wedding dress. She ended our conversation with, if I buy the dress, I get the last say. Ha ha, just joking. She also said to me that she can't help but say a negative thing first. So don't worry when we go dress shopping if I say something awful first. I'll find something positive to say afterwards. Very true to our mothers, should we just say? (laughs) Yes. And my husband. She's now planning when we can go dress shopping, but borders are closed, so luckily it can't happen now, but it will be happening at some point. I just want to have a fun day with my bridesmaids, not my negative mother. How do I tell her that I don't want to go shopping with her and I definitely don't want her to buy my dress? Love, Nikita. (laughs) Not Nikita, but that's the name we've assigned her. Oh, this made me anxious. <laughs> yeah, PTSD over interactions with your own mother. You went through a wedding in which your mother was heavily, well, we both did. Our mothers were heavily yeah. involved in our weddings. Yeah, we both did. My mother's job in life is to organise things like logistics is what she does. She she does it very well. She does a very high up, very powerful job. And so I was glad that she did logistics. So I didn't have a problem with that at all. And not at all. I, I was glad because I was in Perth and she was in Melbourne where the wedding was happening. But I I do understand the dynamics of being close to someone who feels the need to point out all the pitfalls first of any situation. And it doesn't matter how fun it is. I'm talking about my husband, Scott. 
I mean, I could literally say to him, all right, we're going on a round-the-world trip. It's all expenses paid. Um, the, the kids are coming. The dogs will be looked after. And he'll come up with something like, oh, but isn't it supposed to rain? <laughs> <laughs> Have you, like, what if someone gets sick? What What about that? But, oh, we, I don't know. I don't know. Do you think we should be doing that now? Like, th- that's your guy. He's the risk assessment guy. What's, <laughs> who's the risk assessor out of you and Adrian? I don't know. I don't know that either one of us. The risk assessor. Like I'm the hedonistic, let's go for it. Oh, probably a little bit more Adrian maybe yeah. might might sometimes qualify things with a bit more, is that actually going to be good? <laughs> I can get a bit carried away. My oh, mother, My mother definitely occupies, like my mother can be incredibly negative and frank about this, often about my own work. Like often, <laughs> even in the early days of my career, I'd have things go on television. So I was so nervous about it, knowing that a million people are watching it, terrified, just waiting to see what the reaction is. Phone would ring the next day, answer be my mum. She wouldn't even say hello. She'd go, well, I didn't like that episode. <laughs> and then and then she's like, well, I'm not going to lie to you, Michael. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I love your mum. Velvet sledgehammer. Oh, and the hair, if I get a haircut she doesn't like, instantly, like, I go around and she'll go, oh, I hate it. Too short. And there is such a fine line of what she will like about my hair. It's like, it can be so easily too short or so easily too long. Can't imagine why you've become friends with me then. Because <laughs> I get very I get it from gentle. you too. Yeah, <laughs> no, absolutely. I don't. I want you to know I temper my a lot of my responses I do actually. Oh, soften. I know you do. I can see <laughs> the conflict in your face. I still remember in the lead up to the wedding at one point, I even remember where I was. We were on Brunswick Street, walking down, and we stood at the intersection. You looked at me and you were like looking, look, I could see your eyes darting around. I'm like, what? And then you went, and with so much self-control went, what are you thinking for your hair? Like, is that the length? Is that? Is that what you're thinking? And I could say it was like every muscle in your face was agonising to go, just don't say how much you hate it. Anyway, so, yeah, I'm aware. Thank you. I'd, I'd take that over brood, the brutal honesty I get from my mother. That's, that's what I was saying to Scott the other day. Scott said, don't you want the truth? And I said, no, I know the truth better than anyone. I, I think about the truth relentlessly. I want to be surrounded by yes men and sycophants. Mm. I want everyone to lie to me because I know the truth. Mm. I know. And, and everyone knows, you know, sometimes you just want to be just told you're pretty, you know, and thin and young. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're getting sidetracked. So, Nikita, I am going to straight off the bat say to you, you must bring your mother. One hundred percent. Wow. Okay, we're going to give conflicting advice. Interesting. Go. Why? <laughs> Why is it interesting? We always give conflicting advice because I just think you'll look back at a time and when you know maybe she's not around and you, you don't, you can't get a take back on those kind of experiences. And picking your wedding dress is a really emotional day. It's really like, and it's a day you don't rip your mother off. You just, as a mother. <laughs> As a mother, oh, I hate it when I say that. As a mother, I would be devastated if that milestone happened without me. As I a would mother. Be, as a mother. Thank you. Sonia, Sonia Kruger, Kruger about to say something <laughs> terrible about banning Muslims. As a mother, that's oh, how you feel. She did ruin that sentence. But, no, I do, I just want to say to you, Nikita, um, as someone who is a mother of daughters, I would be very hurt. And I feel like if you know, if you know what you're ordering from the menu, 
and it arrives and it's exactly what you ordered, there should be no surprises. So if you're ordering mum coming dress shop shopping with me and I know she's going to say something bonkers first, if you're ordering that from the menu, then you've got to expect that. You've just got to steal yourself for it and know that's about her, not about you. That's my point. And if you want to have a fun day with your bridesmaids, you go and you do the hens party. You go and you have a day out together. You, you, it, you just need to have mum come to the shop, have some champers, know that she might be saying something bonkers, then send her off and then go have some fun with the, with the, other, with the other ladies. But I think this is very important and I think everyone will regret it if your mum isn't there. There you go. That's what I think. Wow. I did not bring my mum to my suit fittings for my wedding. Em got a look in several times. You bought me. Yeah, <laughs> <Very> exactly. <laughs> but I knew in my heart that was going to give me all the opinions that I would Correct. need in that particular yeah. setting. So, yeah. I mean, I know I disagree. I disagree. I, I think that there will be plenty of time to bond with your mum over this. Of too much, too much time. You don't necessarily, if you feel like this is a trouble area, I wouldn't feel pressure to do it. I would like her to pick up the bill though. I was a bit alarmed yes. at how he said Yes, think about this. She's willing to pay. Double think this because, you know, wedding dresses aren't true. Yeah, well, so here's what I would do. And, in fact, I believe it might be what I did do to keep my mother at arm's length when it came to the suit buying thing, which I recognise it's a different it's a different thing to, you know, I realize not, I don't want to fall into gender stereotypes, but I understand there is some sort of thing about a wedding dress and blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. I've seen still magnolias, but <laughs> many times. <laughs> Good, I love that movie. <sighs> yeah. I reckon that what you do is you say that it'd be great to keep your mum as a fresh set of eyes for you're going to take a whole lot of snaps of every option and that you want to use your mum as like the second opinion outside of the room as opposed to actually being there. That's what I did and with my actual mother because the fact of the matter is with any like outfit shopping thing, you get your energy going in the fitting and often like there'll be an option that you go completely wild over and then you'll look at it like you totally think that's the one and then you'll return to the photos the next day and think, what the hell was I thinking? What, what, what Did we just have an extra slug of champagne when that happened? That's not that good. So my way of keeping her at arm's length without offending her would be to say, I think it's going to be really good if just with the bridesmaids come with me on the day and then the next day I'll email you all the shots and then I'll call you and we can pour over there and say what we think so that she doesn't ruin your dress fitting day but she's still involved, she still feels a part of it and you say it's actually helping the selection process process, not completely excluding her from her. So use her as the fresh pair of eyes online. Oh, that's, <laughs> so shit. that's so shit. Why? That's such a, that is such a you, like, so you. Yeah. Like, it's so moderate. Yeah. You know, I just think real, like, especially with your coronavirus, your mum's probably feeling like, feeling her mortality a bit and realising, you know, maybe this could get her and family's so important. All these people who, like, <laughs> can't see their family members. Like, your mum might be turning a corner and at least she's self-aware. Oh, it sounds like you're about I, to say your mum might be about to die. No, no, no. <laughs> your mum's probably turning a corner and that she realises how important family is. You know, when you can't see family, you like them a whole lot more. Mm. And and I really feel like your mum's self-aware. And here's, here's the caveat. Here's why she can come. Here's why she's got to come, Nikita. Because your mum has said, oh, I might say something negative first, sorry, that's just the way I am, when she does it, you can call her out on it and go, dude, is that the thing? Are we right now? Have you got it out of your system? And make a joke of it so 
Do you know what I mean? At least your mother is self-aware that she does this, that she has this shit kind of got to get all the negatives out first before I can enjoy anything. But that's also an anxiety thing. It's a protection thing. It's naming problems before they happen so you don't feel like they surprise you. So I get why she does it. But I, I, as a mother, I have to say I would be very sad. You can exploit the fact that the borders are closed. I'm presuming your bridesmaids are in the same state with you. So the second retail opens, <laughs> I guarantee that retail will open before the borders. You've got a window. So you could start there. Or I would say you could attempt my system and do it in like a – you could say, I was just thinking, hey, maybe the best process is – like I save you for the fresh pair of eyes to go over all the shots with me and we can see what looks best after that. Stop and then with if, the fresh pair of eyes. She, Stop it. If she says you've offended me and <laughs> I feel like essentially you've rejected me as your mother and uh, if you get that vibe from her, then you can say, oh, it's just an idea. No, 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 no we'll do it all together. You can backtrack <laughs> and do the full M convincingly, no. but maybe it would work. Maybe it would work. I just think have a proper conversation with it. Mum, I'm worried that you're going to come and kind of be negative and I just want to really enjoy the day. Do you think that you can come and be positive and swept up in the moment? And if she says yes, then great. If she says, I don't know, then you need to say to her, then I don't think I can have you there. I think that is a – I think she's your mother. I think you can have that conversation. I always encourage – conversations instead of, you know, manipulating circumstances and trying to be managed because I'm someone that people feel they have to manage and I fucking hate finding out someone has managed me <laughs> like, you know, in a situation where I might have been able to try and be different or better. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so I feel like while, yes, in this same podcast I said I want people to lie to me, I also don't want to be managed. So I'm a very complicated Hyper, like hypochondriac, although I'm probably a bit of that too. Like I'm a very complicated person who has many different needs and facets and you know why my husband is confused 99% of the time. <laughs> but, but give your mother a chance to be her best self on the fitting day is what I want to say to you. Okay? All right, I know you have to go. <laughs> We've definitely solved it. So um, Michael's got I really want to know the outcomes of these things. Know, especially when we've provided such conflicting paths. I agree. If So we're on our third dilemma, Doctor. So if we've already done you, the other two, can you let us know yeah, how you 30th go? Yeah, 30th birthday. I, what did you go with, the present? Like, did you? And, yeah. And did, the, and did the KFC party happen? Like, what? <laughs> we need follow-ups. <laughs> agree. I want you guys to send me follow-ups. And then obviously right. we need a scoreboard. <laughs> <laughs> sure. But I will always err on the side of open and honest communication unless I need to be lied to. And if you don't know the difference between those situations, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> it's a complex equation. <laughs> it is. But damn it, life is complex. Hello at mrussiano.com if you have a dilemma you'd like us to further muddy and complicate for you as we've just done then. All right, thank you, Dr. Lucas. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> yes. Okay. Speak bye. Soon. bye. <laughs> 